Welcome to the No Fame Podcast. Yeah, well, uh, what if it explodes? We don't want to be right next to this. Well, fucking back off then. Hello. Judge, what happened to your voice? Well, I mean, I've heard of people find their ways out of them mazes, so... All right, one. Well, at least now we have the phantom bees, the, the magical bees that don't get injured to test out things. We don't have to use Lux on a rope anymore, so that's good. Is there anything about Lux using magic? Four, four books. <laughs> yeah. There are four, four journals. <laughs> List of magic users. Number one, Lux. Oh, shit. Okay, you do not recognize this writing, but... It looks old and evil. Oh, WB, look, I taught I taught this one this trick. And uh, the bee does like a little loop-de-loop and lands back on his finger. Well, I mean, I guess all their information ain't correct. L- look at this. Up until this point, it has been 100% accurate. Well, so uh, that doesn't really track with my experience. And... Welcome to Tall Tall Tower, No Fame Pods, oh god, uh, high <laughs> fantasy, mid-level, 5e dungeon crawl. It's in a tower. They're climbing, but we're calling it a crawl sometimes. I'm here with my real, real good friends, uh, Patrick O'Reilly, Josh Fritz, Matt Higdon, and Justin Crane, hey. all of whom Are I know real. very well and definitely yeah. know their names. Yeah, we're all here. <laughs> My name is Sinead. I will be the DM for this. And uh, we've got a couple quick things to tell you about in terms of what we got going on. We still have a Discord. Come talk to us. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Mostly, prominently, importantly, pictures of cats and dogs. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's great. And uh, we've got a merch store now. We've got two merch stores now. Wild. Um, We've got apparel on one store. Um, Canadian people will be happy because we're happy. Mm -hmm. It ships from Canada. So there's no wild currency changes or exorbitant shipping fees. Quality's real nice. And we've got a red bubble for accessories. Got some sweet mugs and uh, some other stuff too, for sure. Which has also Who want a no fame dog bed comforter. <laughs> I enabled fucking every pillowcase. <laughs> I was wondering. I was wondering. I was like, I don't wow. remember. I don't remember making a dog Shower bed. That's <laughs> like a dog bed. Fuck, that's sick. A cat bed. This <laughs> one's shaped like a fish. <laughs> the shipping is super fast from there too. A friend of the show, Dungeon Dad, uh, Josiah himself, ordered uh, a no fame mug. Just a few days, maybe a week ago, maybe less, and already has it, which is wild to me. Sick. So, yeah, shipping, much better shipping this time around for our merch. Cool. Okay. This is when the music would play. And then... It doesn't. I would open up it the really recap. Doesn't. It never does. <laughs> there never is music at that point. <laughs> you made such a nice music. <laughs> I know, but it it was weird because we're only a podcast. Uh, for this, except the supporters get like this the the video we're recording right. right now. So it was like music intro and then more music. You know what I mean? So it was like a lot of music was happening. And I was like, fuck. Uh, but so I took that music and the intro video and I put it in the supporter video. So the supporter video gets like the nice intro and everything like that. Right. Fine. 
this is when no music would play and I would open up the document that has the recap in it. Who am I? I think I, I, think I left it in last time. It's like, here's where the music plays and I'm going to do something. <laughs> Excellent. I thought Once it was again, fun. the level of professionalism is unquestionable. Listen, you know, I do what I can, right? Our heroes are in the midst of their attempt to reach the top of a strange and odious tower. WB-40 has been missing from the group since they found the remnants of some construct bodies amongst the webs of defeated spider monsters. The rest of the group, Grimier, Lux, and Judge, have been taking care of the last thing WB touched, a strange golden gear housed in a small box. Grimier has actually been transporting the entire torso of one of the torn apart constructs, fashioning a strange backpack. Encountering and defeating a mummy lord, the three claimed the treasures of the throne and took their first rest in the tower. Refreshed, they began their climb anew up endless stairs with no sense of the odor world to give them insight to how much time was passing. Emerging from a spiral staircase eventually into a strange platform surrounded by mist, you all explored four pathways that led to strange frozen scenes. The killing of a mage mid-ritual, a strange scene at a desert religious site, a wolf taking down a poisoner in a forest temple, and a cliffside betrayal over a tumultuous ocean, all frozen in what must be moments of significance. Absorbing and puzzling, interacting with the scenes and examining them, the group eventually left them behind and continued up the waiting stairs. So now, continuing up the spiral staircase, an archway has appeared in the distance. Just beyond the curve of the stairs ahead of you, uh, still a little ways up, it's illuminated by a soft and muted glow of light from beyond it. However, as you see the soft glow of the archway in the distance, you also start to notice a strange glow from the backpack that's on Grimier's back. And by backpack, I mean torso of a construct. The beak pack. It's a bee keeping backpack. I keep my bees. Speaking of bees, the bees have become incredibly excited and are now buzzing with energy around the torso. The bees are happy. Premier, might I recommend you take that backpack off before it explodes on you? Yeah, I'll take the backpack off before it, it becomes some kind of bee grenade. They don't exist. Oh before it becomes some kind of yeah, a giant bee, it transforms into one big bee and we have to fight that. Take, take the backpack off from here. Maybe we should throw it down the stairs that we just came up. No, the bees are going to get hurt. I'm going to lay it down on the floor like yeah, a sensible or Goliath. Or if it explodes, we don't want to be right next to this. Well, fucking back well, off we then. just lay it down and walk away a couple of feet. You've got evasion. You're a fucking rogue, Lux. I do not have evasion yet. I'm not that good of a rogue. <laughs> I have evasion, you <laughs> <Yes>. coward. <laughs> I got why don't a shield. You, why don't you have evasion yet? <laughs> As you guys argue about your various <laughs> abilities, uh, the backpack grows brighter and brighter, and you see motes of golden light start to escape from the cavern of the torso. After about 30 seconds of this, it becomes almost too bright to look at, and you have to look away. My eyes. A short time later, the light disappears. And when you look back, WB is once again in front of you. The bees are ecstatic. WB, they greet you incredibly excitedly, dancing all around and very, very delighted to oh. uh, have companionship once more. 
Well, look who leveled up and decided to join us again. WB! Back, WB. Hello. Judge, what happened to your voice? I got hit on the head pretty hard. You did. I can't remember. <laughs> it's true. I don't think about what happened before it. Yeah, it's true. There's but a listen, lot of voice. We things. are here now and everybody's good. Yeah. I still got the heels and the good Lord Judy still looks down on me. Kind of a hazy look. That's kind crazy. of a hard to see kind of look. She's still there. Yeah, she's still there. WB she's just looking at me through beer goggles. Where did you wait? Where, yeah, where did you go? What? Uh, uh, I'm so confused. I was in the library of Zoxless of Nilith. That sounds about right. You're the first one to say it out loud, so you get to say how it sounds. That sounds evil as Canon fuck. Now. That's uh, that's how life works. <laughs> you were in the library of Sockless the Vibe Master. Was that what you just said? Yes, essentially. Wild. I heard Sock Fist. He was a scholar of the Order of the Golden Gear. Was that? Was his name Mankind? Cool. No, it was Zoxlith of Nilith. Oh. Mm. I thought he had a sock fist. Does this sound like a name that we know? You can roll if you want. Roll history. I'll roll history. I doubt I have. Oh, I rolled pretty good, but I don't think I have any bonuses at all. Nope, I don't. Any chance judge could roll a religion check? See if this man's of any... Religious importance. I did get a 16, a flat 16. Okay. Judge rolled a nat 20 for 25. Wow. Okay. Grimier? No. No recollection of anyone named that. Judge? No recollection of anyone named that. And um, the Order of the Golden Gear doesn't strike you as any religious order you've ever heard of. In fact, it doesn't sound that religious at all to you. Hmm. Well, that's all right. He'll find the path sooner or later. It's not religious. I don't you... think he will find any path. I believe he is dead. Oh, unfortunate. Well, that just means he's done on the material. There's loads of paths up above. Also mark my word on that. Well, maybe one of them will lead him back down here then. That happens a lot. I'm not sure. I don't know what happens to us constructs when we die. If he was a real uh, uh, bugger and a son of a Dickens, then I guarantee you that path is going to lead him right into a Minotaur's maze. <laughs> He's going to be stuck there for the rest of his life. Uh, but well, I mean, I've heard of people find their ways out of them mazes. So, all right, one, yeah, yeah, just one. And Wasn't he, he the first one? Why I've had yeah. to follow him, and then he mapped it. Uh, I never saw a map. As they begin to argue, WB sits down and just starts looking at the bees, <laughs> just holding out his hands, letting the bees crawl around him. Grimir's like, oh, WB, look, I taught I taught this one this trick. And uh, the bee does like a little loop-de-loop and lands back on his finger. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Impressive. Yeah. I believe he already knew how to do that. Though. <laughs> well, okay, fine. I felt pretty good about it. It was a neat trick. Well, if it's any consolation, you might be the only one outside of WB that could get him to do that. So that's something to look forward to. I think they liked being that close to me in the little torso backpack. I'm happy to see you back, WWB. Uh, do, uh, do we know anything about this golden gear? I mean, you touched it. You disappeared for a very long time. Yes, I know some things about it. Is downloading. I have them all. I Yes, <laughs> I have them all wrote down here on these little vials of glass. Oh, interesting. Neat. Yes. I couldn't bring anything back with me, but I was able to use what I brought with me, and all I had was a diamond stylus and some vials. Oh, 
Hey, I will have to pick up ink and a pen and some paper at some point. I've got a bunch of that. Really? I've got a whole... And Grimir turns around, like, pokes at his book. Yeah. Well, you know, if you got ink that's thick enough, you could just roll it right onto the vial and then roll it out on a blank piece of parchment. Hey, that's... Get yourself a little embossing. Wait, wouldn't that be backwards, You don't have to... Sorry? Then we hold it up to a light, (laughs) and then we see it frontwards. I don't think it'd be backwards, would it? No, I think he's well, right. I think it, it would down be forward. I think it would be backwards. Yeah. But then the when the ink is still wet, we could press it on another piece of paper and then it would be the right way on that piece of paper. <laughs> it feels like Imagine. we're wasting a lot of paper on this. Imagine if we could supply. have a giant wheel that did that and we we rotate this wheel and it <laughs> brings the paper. Th- I think we're on to something here. I think we're This is a good yes, idea. We could, Why don't we go We could call it a printing wheel. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds foolish. Mm. I think we should move on. Okay. We've climbed a lot, WB. Boy, I, I got some cash. I'll invest into that. <laughs> I think it's time to press on. Well, Lux, I will take your money. and <laughs> I mean, when we get back. And then you could get two of your friends to give you money. And then you could give me half of the money that they give to you. And get them to do the same. And we will all be the richer for it. I call it a triangle business plan. Yeah, a hive, a hive plan. Yeah, I like that better. Is it tetrahedral or not? The beehive. Everyone, and everyone funnels up to the queen in the beehive. Triangle scheme. is the strongest shape, so you know what? That sounds very exactly. reasonable. If you get six friends, it's even better because a hexagon is like six triangles, and hexagons are my favorite shape. Is it six triangles or is it two triangles? What? 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 <laughs> Put two triangles together. What shape does that make, Lux? <laughs> a square. <laughs> Incorrect. It is a rhombus. Hey, depends on what type of... It is a oh, rhombus. Oh, well, depends on what type of triangles we're talking about here. This is true, but I said triangles, and they could be any triangles. Yeah, well, I was thinking scalene, so... Ooh, this tower, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you need two right, tri- uh, right triangles to make square? Yeah. Yeah, you would. Speaking of squares, you guys... I know, I'm acting like one. <laughs> this is the second episode we've referenced people being squares. Uh, that's how cool we are. Okay, so you've written... Okay, let's... Me and you, WB, we'll sit down some night when we're taking a watch and we'll... Uh, uh, I can transcribe the the writings. I've got, a, I've got a whole bunch of stuff to write stuff, so... That would be delightful. We'll do that. Okay. Oh, uh, so we're outside this library. Another library. Yeah. Interesting. We've done a lot of walking. Boy, if any of you tells me to tie a rope to me again and sends me through this archway, not going to be happy today. Mm. That was my number one plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. So I figured I should. Just back to the drawing board. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least now we have the phantom bees, the, the magical bees that don't get injured to test out things. We don't have to use Lux on a rope anymore. So that's good. <laughs> I don't know. The Lux on a rope sounds pretty intriguing. It was a good system. All right, onward and upward. <laughs> no, we're what here. level of the tower yeah. are we on now? A million, wow. it feels like. Has no one been counting? No. It's like six or seven. Yeah. It's a lot of walking. And you can't, there's there's long stretches where there's not like a designated floor. They don't have a number system on the wall that I've noticed. It just, sometimes it's a, lo- a spiral of stairs. So you get a little bit dizzy and confused. I had been marking our progress. So I'm very disappointed to hear nobody else has. I mean, why, why didn't you tell us you were doing that and we could have yeah. kept it up while you were gone? 
Well, here's this. We we left you, uh, WB, and we went up uh, quite a ways, and then we found a mummy's tomb. So two sections, I guess. And then we went up another way uh, through a secret entrance, and we found this platform that kind of ventured off into magical illusion worlds. And then, and then we climbed this portion of the stairs currently right now, and now we're now we're here. Ah, yes. So we are on what I would call level insert number here. Great. <laughs> we'll come back to it. Yeah. Just just no call back and edit in the right number. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. This might take a while. I mean, I don't think you've been to more levels than we've had episodes. <laughs> I don't know. We'll go by episode. That's a good I'll episode. keep going. 15, 16. <laughs> I know a proof. lot of numbers, guys. 17. He knows at least 40 because it's in his name. 18, 19. <laughs> okay. Natural you guys 20. go up to the archway and and have a look in the room. Yeah, it looked like a study of some a dark study with tables and maps and papers. And there's an orange mm-hmm. glow that didn't seem like a natural orange glow. It seemed unnatural. I'll say that much. Dark wood and red walls form what you can only assume is a study. You immediately see bookshelves and tables, a large desk, and the soft glow that comes from magical light sources mounted on the walls. Does this look like the library that I just left? No, not at all. Okay. Pretty wild. Well, that would have been too convenient. Yeah. Grimir is going to take a look, just kind of perceive... God, why do I always do perception? (laughs) Truly, I do it to myself every fucking time. Uh, he's going to do a little look and maybe stay on guard, maybe hold an action or something like that. But uh, can I do a perception check to just see if there's anything that stands out that it might attack us, etc.? Sure. Uh, roll perception. WB is going to do the same Ooh. because he's very interested in looking at things that are not what I was imagining as VHS cases. <laughs> uh, I, I know you said there are stone tablets, but I was just imagining taking a VHS out of a out of a cardboard sheath and just yeah. reading the VHS. <laughs> I rolled a 17 perception, which pretty good for me. Okay. WB, are you... Did you say you're Natural well? 20 for a 28. Oh. First okay. roll back. Bitch. Hell yeah. Bitch. Okay. Judge is just going to take the room in. If this is a library, he would also like to keep track. He would like to see if there's any... Uh, robes or anything around because I would imagine his judge's robes are getting a little tattered and those are the rug tie the room together <laughs> Lux is going to let everybody else go first this time because he went first the last four rooms so oh, that's not true the final room I went first I'm pretty sure that's not how I see it <laughs> well, you're blind <laughs> whoa which one of us has dark vision me <laughs> up to 120 <laughs> feet lux <laughs> <laughs> that kind of backfired on me but i also have dark vision to 120 feet that didn't work out the way i thought it would what what level am i supposed to be <laughs> 10 we're we are no. 10 i don't know if we're staying sticking together. yeah yeah i'm not dealing with out of sync parties yeah <laughs> Let me just level up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you roll? I'll roll uh, a thing. Oh, mid, uh, mid episode. Eight. I think it's an eight. Oh. 
druid, yeah. Or yes. are you multi-class? Yes. Are both I'm multi-class, Artificer but they're, and they're druid. They're both D8. D8. Yeah. Or, yeah. Shit. Okay, I'm just going to live up in druid. I will take mine. Ooh. Good choice. <laughs> what did you roll? A two. Oh. If this were golf, I would have been upset. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Grimier, 16 perception. 17. You 17. You look around this study and you're looking specifically for enemies anything that seems dangerous that might hurt us yeah okay everything here looks fairly mundane except for there's a door on the wall with writing inscribed across it that's glowing faintly that looks a little threatening but um you don't see any obvious enemies or creatures or uh horribly threatening weapons or anything like that. Do I can I tell what kind of speak um, friend vendor? You would have to look closer. Um, WB, what were you looking for? Just looking around, just literally just taking it all and just delighted to not be in the endless maze of VHSs. It's like, <laughs> okay. fuck, I'm out of Blockbuster. This is great. They didn't so, have the movie I was looking for. You see the room. There's another archway in shadow that seems to have a staircase leading up. There's that door with the slightly glowing writing on it as well in another part of the room. You see many bookshelves with um, many different types of books all over them. There are strewn across the tables a lot of maps, notes, scattered paperweights, the large wooden desk doesn't appear to have much on top of it but has a few drawers and the walls are the same same stone walls as the stairways you've been climbing so that's a general sense of the room the biggest oddity would be the the door with the glowing writing can i read that writing let's see you is it correct that you speak common, druidic, dwarvish, elvish, and sylvan? Guilty as charged. Okay, you do not recognize this writing, but it looks old and evil. Good. Evil. Grimier. Yeah. Uh, Everything's evil to you, mate. That looks evil. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree. I don't know anything about it, but I agree that it looks evil. WB is going to walk over to the maps. Just start picking them up and looking at them. He's kind of forgotten about the inherent danger of the tower. It is a dim light in here. So do you guys want to make it bright or are you going to continue on in the the sort of half light? I will cast light on a bee and have him just fly around in a circle around me. Okay. Everyone loves light bee. We love light bee. Light bee. Do a backflip. Buzz light bee. Buzz light bee. (laughs) He does make a pretty good target though. That's very good. We need it. Fuck, we need that merch. Buzz Lightbee. Come on. That's <laughs> that so good. That's, so that's really good. good. You're welcome. Okay, WB, are you going to start rifling through the stuff that's on the tables? Yep. Okay, roll an investigation to just see how m- you can roll. Roll investigation or... Mm, Natural 20. Holy 24. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. That's three. Okay. I mean, in total. Wild. I hacked the website. Uh, Most of the maps that you find on this table are completely unfamiliar to you. 
They're maps of strange realms. They vary incredibly. There's deserts, there's islands, there's what seem like frozen tundras. There's ones that are just all ocean and have marked reefs. And um, there's mountain ranges that collide into deserts. There's many, many different landscapes. But as you rifle through, you notice that they all have some similarities. They all seem to have notes about troop movements, encampments. They seem to be maps from battle planning. As you look through, you eventually find some maps that you do recognize. You find maps of the Lustrous Dominion. And as you look at these maps, while you were not in the war in your memories, you did... I would say, would it be reasonable that WB, when he woke up in the forest, did try to see what had gone on before and what memories they had lost? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so the biggest thing that happened before you lost your memories and that you know you were a part of was the last great war against evil. That you have to assume is how you ended up broken down in the forest the war beasts were primarily used in the effort against evil. That's why they were created. And as you look at these maps, you see very clearly that there are accurate notes from where troops would have been in the war. There are notes that must have been spy reports attached to some of the maps. You see secret base locations during the war vulnerabilities that could be exploited and most shockingly you see notes about battle strategies that you know from your study of history were actually utilized by enemy troops during the war as you come across these and are rifling through the maps you realize that one of the tables you didn't notice because it was covered in maps is actually a scaled terrain map of the lustrous dominion complete with small Uh, troop identifiers that mark accurate troop positions from near the end of the war. Are any of them in the shape of a war beast? There's a small contingent of war beasts in a forest. Like a little tiny mini war beast? Yes. WB just picks it up, looks at it, and tucks it away in some tiny compartment. I'll point it out to everybody and be like, There are some maps here from the war. They seem to be pretty accurate from what I recall. And uh, I'm going to look for like a a map case, like a scroll case or something. And if I find one, just start stuffing all of these maps, except the lustrous dominion ones I'll leave out on the table for now. But everything else is going to start rolling up as much as I can and put it into a case. Easy enough. If Grimir looks at the Lustrous Dominion ones, does that look like the things that they've been, because, uh, or that they've been like strategizing about or like organizing and stuff like that? Like, would Grimir recognize, like, oh, hey, we fucking, that was us. We wrote this shit. You know what I mean? You look at the maps, and the, the three of you who do remember the war are quite shocked by what you see. The maps are not from one singular time during the war because you are so familiar with it because you lived through it you can see that the maps actually span 
I mean, the war was fought for almost a decade, not directly, but in in the burgeoning of enemy forces uh, to the revolution, to the final battle, there were there were many years. It took a long time for the your forces to gather and the enemy forces to become as strong as they were near the end. Um, so you know that these maps aren't from one year or even one one few years. They span the whole breadth of the war. And worryingly, you get this jolt that these maps have notes that actually kind of clear up some things for you. Hmm. There were secret bases that you had with Queen Harry and King Bren that were ambushed. And to this day, you had no idea how Mm. their locations were found. And these have spies notes that detail exactly how these bases were found. These have spy notes about your troop movement that you tried to keep hidden about details of the naval power that you were sequestering in in small coves. Details about where certain valuables were hidden. Judge, you can see that your labyrinth is actually marked on one of the maps. There's an extraordinary level of detail in these. Grimir, like, slams his fist on the table. Gods damn it. We had a fucking spy. Now, how do they know how my my labyrinth isn't supposed to be mapped? Oh, sorry, the labyrinth isn't mapped, but the entrance is, is marked on a map. Oh, I mean, all are welcome. <laughs> we have a spy. Someone has been leaking sensitive information to the evil forces. All right, so forces. There's, there's information. Is there any, like, notes or anything? Like, are there ledgers or books or anything that would give us names of mm. potential spies and all that? That's a good idea. Because, I mean, I would absolutely love to put them to trial when I get home. So you look through the tables. The tables are mostly maps and I want to call it like firsthand notes, like the actual notes, not transcribed. So the spies notes are understandably not not rife with identifiable things in case they were intercepted or whatever. There's initials on some of them. I'll document that. Yeah, there's small insignia on some of them. So you can keep a record of, of those that you find. You don't see any ledgers out on the tables. And again, the festival that you guys were at the night before you jumped through an evil portal was celebrating a decade since the triumph against evil. So while it still seems fresh because that war was such a large part of your lives and so monumentous in the lives of everyone in the Lustrous Dominion, these battle maps are old. This information is old. These battles are done. These encampments no longer exist. But you know that during the war, this information would have been incredibly worrisome for you to know that the enemy had. I'm wondering, I mean, because this was the big celebration of a decade since the last war, awful big coincidence if there's a spy in the king, uh, in the Dominion that evil portal opens up, queen gets captured. Awful big coincidence. I don't believe it is a coincidence. Premier. Are there any notes that talk about Judy? Roll an investigation. I need something to get spicy over. 18. 18? Actually, with my 22, my guidance. Okay, 22. You, as you search through, 
find notes in the same map that has the entrance to your labyrinth marked. You find a note nearby that has shorthand that you decipher, and it essentially identifies you as a main player on the to these notes, the enemy's side. Um, it identifies you as a stalwart companion of King Bren and uh, forced to be reckoned with. It lists uh, your fighting styles. It lists your god just as a note of where your power comes from. Uh, it's sort of a profile of an important general. So it doesn't besmirch Judy or anything like that. It's just, here's this guy. He likes this this god, Judy. Yeah. It's tactical information. All right. I'm good. Also very concerning how detailed all of this is. No, just me thinking this. They didn't say anything bad about Judy. I mean, it all plays for me. They're still evil. So, you know. Is there anything about Lux using magic? Four, four books. Yeah. <laughs> there are four, four journals full. <laughs> the name of uh, the magic. The name of the sorcerer. Yeah. <laughs> Roll investigation. I'll say you can roll with advantage because WB got a nat 20 and started sorting everything. List of magic users. Number Lux. one, Lux. 12. List 12? is empty. Okay, you um, you go immediately to the maps that focus on the coast of the Lustrous Dominion and you can see that they have highlighted spots that you knew to be good hiding spots for your ships, good spots to pull them out for ambush. You see sort of a running list of the most powerful ships in the Navy at that time. And there are symbols beside each of the ships noting what sort of weaponry they have. So which ones have ballista, which ones have powerful cannons, and then which ones usually have magic users on them. So you were not a fan of magic users, but that didn't mean that during the war there was no magic users in the Navy because that's too powerful uh, a weapon to really set aside. So there's many ships that have the symbol for magic users, including your flagship that you sailed on. Well, I mean, I guess all their information ain't correct. Look at this. Up until this point, it has been 100% accurate, so uh, that doesn't really track with my experience. Lux, are you still trying to entertain the idea that you cannot use magic? Whoa. Where'd you get that idea from? WB, we've been been still playing the game with them. It makes them feel (laughs) real good. Oh, my apologies. Lux, you, you do not do magic. How was that, Judge? All right, guys. That was actually uh, very good. Thank you. I guess there's a... I guess there might be something I gotta tell you guys. What is it, Lux? Everybody buckle up. I... I think I can do magic. Thank you so much for listening to the No Fame Podcast. The best way to support the show is just by listening, which you're already doing. Amazing. The second best way to support our show is by telling your friends. Hey, why not, right? You can find links to our podcast, YouTube, Discord channel, social media, and so much more at nofame.ca. You can support the show for as little as a toonie at patreon.com slash nofamepod or buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash nofamepod. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you later on. Uh, I'm here with my very good friends, 
why am I so bad at this? <laughs> like, I, I know all your names. I swear I know all your names. Oh, here with my very good friends. Um, uh, what's your name yeah, again? That that one guy. John. Bees? John? Uh, <laughs> I'm here with uh, Bees, Judge Higdon, Lock Josh, and Justin yes, Rexton. One can of WD, oh, WD-40. <laughs> just one can of wd-40 a day keeps these away yeah. i'm here with some friends um, <laughs> i'm here with some people that i see on a screen from time to time. yeah it's good it's good we're here 